tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. In three... Two, one. This must be the intro version. There we go. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that sound can only mean one thing. We're back for rain here on Afterbus TV, the After Show Network. Go to youtube.com slash afterbus TV. Subscribe. Go to iTunes. Subscribe there. Don't want to do either. Go to SoundCloud. Heck, don't want to do that. There's hundreds of other platforms. They're all free. It's all Afterbus. It's all After Shows. But today we have Rain and we have JB underscore Zimmerman. Yeah, we do. Uh, Keaton is in Kentucky, and I'm not making that up. That's just because a fact, and it's not even not even her birthday. Not even her birthday. Uh, we're talking. She's not a fugitive, unlike Conde, which she's is not. the uh, the main storyline that we'll be talking about. Run. But we're going to save that for the end as we talk about episode called Fugitive of Rain. First and foremost, let's start with Leith and Greer. Dude, I mean, good, good to see you, Wait back. Um, I mean, yeah, we saw him first with Claude, kind of drawing the line in the sand there, which was good. I thought he handled her very well. She's, you know, a difficult person to kind of control, but but, I but he did good. But she also was, I, you know, they both played it well because um, obviously she was blackmailing him, but he was stealing. Right. I mean, it was sort of like a chain of blackmail. Like he was getting forced to do something that he. Like was out of his comfort zone, then he got caught and it just spiraled out of control, which was fun to watch for sure. But you know the tables definitely turned several times in the whole in that do dynamic. You, do you think they could become friends? Like the finally the understanding when she, you know, she gave the jewelry to him for this sort of noble cause, and she said, "I don't want to hear her name." They could kind of become friends through this, you know, by watching his relationship with Claude, or at least the way he's spoken about it. Obviously, it's brought her a lot of pain because, you know, she's been with many men, but never had yeah, that. Yeah, she has. <laughs> she has, but yet something is missing. Right. And it's that feeling of, you know, she's she's never had someone that's willing to die for her and to go to this length to just say, hey, I love you. Very true. I think that she sees Leith so devoted to Greer and, and so in love with her that she's unbelievably jealous. Like, she wants that. That's something she's never had. And always sort of, I mean, she's very much a attention seeker. Um, I mean, she can't even get five minutes out of this one right. guy. Like, he literally, it's just yeah, sex. He, before he was just like, ooh, yeah, I got a, got a lot of stuff to do today, <laughs> so I better go. Um, but yeah, I mean, she has had her fair share of, of flings, too, so it's not completely unwarranted. At the same time, like, she definitely deserves happiness. You know, I would I would want her to find someone that is a good equal and that you know is compatible with her that she can actually have a real relationship with. Um, but just seeing someone that's close to you, Laith, who's like sort of always follows her around as his job, you know, that's so much more apparent of what she doesn't have. 
Absolutely, and but but I think his words, even though she's upset in the moment over things, and as as he says, you know, what what must we all be as miserable as you are? He says to her, you know, give it time. You're young, and you will find someone you truly love. And I think I think those are great words. I think she, again, just give it time, and uh, time heals all wounds, sort of thing. Right. And also, I one of the later things he said was that you can scare, like, you know, be careful of her temper. Like maybe not that was it more specific to her, but also you can scare her love away really easily, yeah. which I thought was, um, you know. Resonate with me because I, I think like it is so powerful. We feel like it can love can conquer all, but at the same time, like you can't if you're not careful with it. Like and it's destroyed, which is exactly what happened with him and and Greer. And that yeah, I, I was exactly going to go to that because you know with Claude, she's sort of a victim circumstance. Catherine, kind of the same thing. Uh, Kenna, same thing. Lola, to a degree. Mary, certainly. And now you have Greer. And to the point that she's not, she doesn't want to be with this one guy that's trying to take her away into a better life, if you view it as such. And uh, she says no. Yeah, no, I I mean, as much as I thought that they were a good couple and felt bad for Leif because he wanted a family and, and I don't, I would side with him. I don't think a family would work as, like, if the mother is also a madam. That's kind of a weird dynamic. But she's not doing the madam... She's not... Right, right. No, I... She's just overseeing. I don't don't fault Greer for wanting that. I think that she made such a strong decision to be independent, like, completely. Like, she got out of the system that we're talking about. Pretty much every other female character is sort of the victim of their... of the world around them. Um, and Loa kind of points that out more specifically towards Kenna about how like she's never really had a, made a decision romantically um, for for Greer to be able to create her own life and kind of want to see that through. I think was was great. I mean, it was super obviously like um, female. It, it was tough moment. It but. was tough because I mean, here's this guy who went to the ends of the earth. He's proven time and time again that he. That he is devoted to this to this girl, regardless of anything. And as he said, you know, I will climb, I will find a way. And he's got, he's done everything he said he's going to do. And yet, you know, that's that's how hurt these women have been. In this case, Greer. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, that was it was rough to watch because you know it was less about the cir- the um, kind of. I mean, all, all these characters have so many different obstacles like thrown at them. We see that most with you know Francis, Mary, and Conde, that whole like triangle trifecta thing. But this was interesting because there was no obstacle like that. There was no affair in their breakup. It was sort of a mutual understanding of, of that our needs and what we want for the future are different. And so it's just like that fundamental difference. I mean, I mean, which is just sad because it's not that either of them would have wanted it to end per se. Well, here's the thing: Leif was the one who said, you know, one or the other, and right. she said, "Why does it have to be one or the other?" To an extent, I just feel like in that moment, you let her, you continue proving to her that you get the marriage annulled. So then now you can marry her. Now let her do this thing. And then as you continue to uh, rise in the ranks and, and make money or whatever the case may be, obviously, she, as Greer points out, throughout all of history, 
There will be men who want sex. <laughs> and fact, uh, not people. every you man here on After Buzz, Rain that's, After Show. That's right. I mean, it's just it, you know, yeah, there's, there's it's, women it's, it's, it's too. A need as by the way, as as food and water. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if, if we if we didn't, the human race would be extinct. So, I mean, Some. you're welcome, <laughs> humanity. <laughs> there you go. Um, so it, it's just one of those things that she's not wrong, and I, I just feel like to force that decision on her at that moment wasn't necessary. I think in time we could have gone there, but first, right. I mean, it's it's big news enough that you're dumping this amount of cash and saying, "Hey, we can get the annulment." Leave it there. Yeah, that's a victory. Uh, don't uh, push it, the button. It was it was aggressive for sure. Um, I mean, what we don't see is sort of how much he's been talking about this before then, before he, like, actually has the money to do it, I think he's really been building this plan and trying to start a life now rather rather than wait or sort of see where things go. You know, he really wants to move forward in, in a certain direction, and, and for her to not want that, um, you know, it's it seemed more clear that she wouldn't want that even down the line. You know, she's so happy with the new life that she's created, which is great. I mean, she she's done amazing for herself. She's got an awesome house, clearly in much better clothes than we've seen here previously. Um, so I I don't know if she would ever want that, really, a family. Um, in time, I, you know. Maybe, yeah, maybe in time. I'm not going to say think, that she's not going to be you. I think you just give it time. You know, she's, she's still... She's still tied up with everything else, and you know she likes what she's doing. It's just too soon, too soon. Anyway, that's my ending thoughts. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good point. No one's saying that they can't make or she can't make a fortune, and they can get back together. That's right. All right, our girl. We open the episode on this music video montage of love, aka. Horniness. Yeah, well, just the the steamy dream for sure. I mean, obviously reminiscent of how she met Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty much the exact same scene, except for Renaud was <laughs> appeared out of nowhere. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, love Kenna for sure. We've talked yeah, about we've that talked on a number about of that. occasions. I'm not a huge fan of Renaud. He's not a bad guy, but it's not like. I'm not rooting for him to get Kenna. Where like Bash, I mean Team Royal Bros. Hello, like go get Kenna. Bash. He, he is almost in a way. He's like a weird mix of authority, but then like Bash because he's more of a mercenary. Um, even in today, tonight's episode, after being like um, yelled at by Francis for what happened uh, with Conde, he's like the king needs me more than I need him and so right. on and so forth. So he is almost in a way just like Bash, but slightly higher and, and, and almost more um compromising to her. And Fair certainly enough. Bash Fair was enough. in the you know, we'll see if that yeah. you know, it's always a test of time to see if these things work. Right. I mean I, I don't see any faults really with, with Renaud. I, it was more the fact that like I don't see and we haven't just seen enough of him. Maybe that that's it, like the mystery of like who this guy like actually is is intriguing. Well he certainly says Ladies uh, listening, let us know. I mean, is he even attractive? Tweet that. I don't, like, I didn't you know, that's that's the most alarming thing because I don't find yeah, I, I don't wish, as a male if you in objectively Kentucky, you can answer this. Yeah. Um 
and it, it, it's just one of those things, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't, but he has that one great line, you know, he, cause as he's setting up for his prearranged marriage, you know, I never just take a woman. I need her to tell me that she wants it. And, uh, I thought that was, that's a great line. Yeah. No, he's, he's had some good lines. He definitely, um, when he was kind of in the thick of it with Francis, giving him the bad news you know he was very matter of fact and he handled that well he was just like well i mean you didn't tell me that he was gonna have all this backing um i think what we've seen has been good i guess i mean i wouldn't say he's gone above and beyond to be an impressive character but at the same time he's never like disappointed i mean he's gone He's gotten his things done, right? And right. so speaking to the, the Francis meeting, you know, it's very much so like, hey, I was, I, I was withheld information, right? Uh, not to go into the Condé storyline too much, but there were three checkpoints that Condé could have gone through. And he, you know, they found him first and foremost. And so, you know, and but what was discovered is obviously the papers and everything else. So, you know, he's like, hey, you know what? Next – it's it's almost like the the last bout the battle that we had la- um, last episode. It's like you got to tell me all this information. Um, now, granted, the, the first wave in last episode they didn't know what they were doing, so they they needed to call on these guys. But they also had that now information from the the failed battle to bring into this. And I feel like this, you know, uh, you just needed the full inf- the full disclosure. If I'm gonna know, and you know, I'm gonna do top secret missions for this. Um, and not that this was a top secret mission, but it was certainly an important mission. I need the information. Yeah. Just, we gotta, we gotta talk. Yeah. Otherwise, this happens. It's not like right. I need to know because I want to know. It's I need to know because I need to know because yeah. then this happens. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely kept at arm's length, and I think he should have been a little bit more included over how important it was and kind of the details. Like, he was on a need to know basis, but he clearly needed. He to likes know. to he likes to know things, right? That's yeah. what Ken, he needed to know from Kenna that she wanted him, and as soon as that happened, full no, commitment. I mean, I'm. I wish we would know if he actually had like a bride set up to go meet, or if he was just like playing that. I mean, that's that a, that's good trickery, right if there. He, if that was just a play, like bravo, sir. That worked like a charm. It, oh man, Kenna, you fell for it. If, if oh jeez, that's a, that's a good point to bring up. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if that was the case, then props. <laughs> then I fully support it because that was it was like a Narcisse style move. Ah oh, like, man, Narcisse League. Um, anything to talk about Kenna and 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 Renoir before we? You know, we'll talk more about the political stuff in, when we talk about Conde. But in terms of the love affair, um. Yeah, I mean, I guess it it makes sense to kind of balance out, you know, I guess we can assume Bash and um, Medicine Woman have been hooking up. We didn't even see Bash that. I mean, obviously yeah, we'll I mean, talk about his interaction. Seen it happen, but all we know is he like rode off into the woods to go see her. So Yeah, I feel I, like, you know, he doesn't Bash, I'm pretty sure there's no problem there, but um Yeah, I would like to to get I don't know, to get some of that back in the episode. Yeah, it would have been nice, but uh, obviously a lot going on here. Yeah, I mean, there's so many characters, so many breakups, and and look, this was all about relationships, too. I mean, this episode, more so than, than others, I think all of these things were kind of coming to a head. Well, and that's part for better of, or for worse. 
that's part of the message, certainly. And, you know, it's been there since season one, but season two, it's like, okay, uh, love or politics, love or politics. Right. And what is your love? How can it affect the politics? And clearly, love is affecting every form of politics, um, which we will talk about. But politically, Lola, Narcisse, and Catherine, Catherine puts Narcisse through this horrible, horrible test. And Narcisse, he does it, and and uh, those words when he's talking to Lola, like, "What you you thought you really knew me? You thought I was a nice guy? Really? Come on now." Yeah, I wonder if he was trying to be that cold and aggressive with it, just because he wanted to distance himself. Um, because it was clear at the end of the confrontation, he was regretting it or he just he, he, he felt, wasn't regretting it he just knew what he did right well yeah maybe maybe it wasn't regret but just a, he was emotionally feeling what had happened like the the turn that he had had destroyed their relationship forever his and lois because because of his actions and kind of what he said like he was pretty harsh yeah uh, i mean that that was in terms of being a p- amazing scene I thought those two really nailed that scene. That was well written, well acted, well shot, well edited, everything. Right. I mean, those characters in particular have always been fun to watch just because they are kind of one upping each other. They're witty. They're quick. You know, they, they have an awareness of the situation and everything around them. And that more so than other characters that kind of gives them. Um, you know, like a special, I, I don't even know how to say it. Just Bond like make, or, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I get what you're saying. I mean, um, you know, physically they've obviously done very, very little. Um, but. Right. It didn't stop Narcisse from making, from blasting the, uh, the nude pics online. <laughs> AKA. In the making, old days. Making a sketch drawing and pat, and having that circle the, the court. I mean, I, I love that that presumes that he's a great artist, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, he is. He's well, written a book yeah, before. It's just like a stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, booze. it totally looks like Lola. Um, you know, but it, it, he did it very strategically. It was forced by Catherine. I thought, I thought his follow-up with Catherine was equally, if not more, powerful. Right. You know, and, and she says, like, uh, you know, she tries to point at him. He says, no. It's you. You're going to destroy everything. You're going to destroy you. Exactly. And I think that he did that because maybe he realizes that he would. I mean, he obviously did pick Catherine over Lola because he chose to do it. But it was a good point that needed to be made. Like, you know, if I like I just did something incredibly hard for for me and and closed a chapter of, of my own life book, you know, like you better realize that or you're going to be alone and you're going to be suffering because of it. I mean, like you can only push people so far in a relationship. It is a two way street. Like, yes, there is kind of a power struggle that gets realized, but at the end of the day, you know, it is still a two way street. And also number one, you got to be realistic of expectations. You always knew I mean, you can't say it's a surprise that, uh, Narcisse and Lola could ever be a thing. Like, clearly they have a history, first and foremost. Second, you gotta be aware of these things becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. So, for example, you know, um, obviously the, there's, you know, there's something within any person, man, man, male or female, that, you know, they're either gonna cheat or they're not. 
But to a degree, if literally every day of my life I was told like, hey, are you cheating on me? It's like, okay, listen. I've been nothing but committed to you. It's right, right. assuming that the, the other person is committed. And it's like, okay, you keep asking me why, and then eventually it's like, fine. You know what? I will cheat just to, just yeah, because you because keep you, putting him on my mind, and exactly. never a thought of it. But now I'm just going to spite you. Well, yeah, when you push that far and you make people pay for things that they haven't even done, then it's like, why shouldn't I do it? If yeah. I'm already if I'm paying for it anyway, like that's yeah, exactly. That's 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 the way to unfortunately do yeah, it. It's just like well, you've done that yourself, you know. So um, hypothetical, what would the conversation to men, Lola and Narcissa's relationship be like? Hey, I only did this because Catherine, because I was sleeping with Catherine, and and she wanted to test my resolve. And it yeah, was for political power. It's not like I like Catherine. It just had to be that way, Lola. So I hope you understand. I didn't mean anything. Yeah, he is going to have to get himself out of a huge hole that he dug. I, that's going to be tough. It's going to be an uphill battle for sure. Um, I mean, not to say that's impossible because I've seen Narcisse recover from, <laughs> from some pretty, yeah, we thought he would die. pretty intense predicaments. Um, and he just has a, a way with words that's in terms of the other characters, like, far above, you know, maybe equal to Catherine, but... But that's the first, you know, I mean, it's going to be very tough, because now it it almost has to be action that proves to Lola that he loves her, and how are you going to do that? You know, because the whole reason is she was tricked by his words, so now words can't mean anything to her. I mean, the only way I could see it happening is if he just went full court press and was like, we are getting married. I will not stop until, like, we are me and wife. We're going away together, and that's it. Like, he would have to recover from this just because there's no there's no just middle ground friendship, I think, that they can solve no. out of this. Like, she was so hurt by what happened that, you know, why would she want his friendship? Like, that's so... You wouldn't do that to a friend. Like, hopefully not. Yeah. It was very much so like pulling a girl's hair on the playground type behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I think at least that's a little bit playful. Yeah. This is like, this just, is just straight up mean. Just, you, you just put the, uh, the sex tape on, on the cloud. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, at least she got it back. So, I mean, at least she can kind of contain it. You can get the sex thing back. <laughs> yeah, just, there's just one copy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, the moment we've been waiting for, the storyline that is the storyline, our fugitive Conde fearing for his life. Yeah. And when people are pressed the in the run. worst of ways, they make sometimes, I'm not going to call it a bad decision. It was a rash one, though, for sure. I mean, is it? I agree. It's not necessarily bad because he was in a bad position. So there's only but even so decisions you can make in that final scene. Like there's enough people who want the Catholics to die. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like he is in such a position where there really isn't. It's just shades of gray. You know, he. What he can choose to be on the run for the rest of his life, like as a fugitive, that's not awesome. Um, I mean, he will absolutely hurt people that he loves by trying to take the the claim to France and and you know 
make it a Protestant nation and, you know, side with England. Like, that's, uh, he's going to hurt people. But at the same time, like, that, what he could gain from that is happiness. So is it really bad? Is that really the wrong decision? Because, you know, there is some happiness at the end of that tunnel where just stepping back and vanishing, you know, there might not be. Like, I feel like the potential for happiness down that road is honestly less. I mean, a couple things come to mind. Number one, Francis really at this point seems like a weak leader. Because, you know, as much as Mary's kind of done things um, out of love instead of politics, he's kind of done the same. He should have stood firm, um, not sent necessarily troops. He should have, uh, as soon as he knew about Conde, he should have solved that problem. And now he's 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 at his weakest, and we'll see what happens. But uh, I mean, those are some powerful words of like you could have a dynasty, you could have this. Certainly, King Henry, he would have slaughtered any man, right? At the you know <laughs> yeah. at the thought of anything, no question. You know, and and yes, in in in, in early. Episodes that may have seemed harsh, but it's like, you know what? This is what it's led to. And now, literally, he's in the weakest position ever. And, I mean, he's going to die. He, like, th- there's a strong possibility that Francis could die very easily. Yeah, I just wonder what will happen. I mean, if he dies, does Conde get the throne at all? I mean, he he mentioned that in a a short clip like you know he only needs like i'm basically the only thing standing in his way because he is in line for the throne obviously there's there's mary there so maybe that's because she would be like conde let's go (laughs) francis is dead let's do it but um here's the thing um you know that's where that's where almost the system of checks and balances like first off um queen elizabeth is not going to allow that yeah um, that's why it's still like a, a very messy situation, even if this conflict ends in like a battle where Francis dies and Conde lives, you know, it's still like, well, if Mary's still alive, like, how is this going to work? I mean, she's going to be banished. You know, obviously he's going to, he's always cared about Mary, but the, you know, if all goes to fruition, you know, she she has to just be banished and, and, you know, she's not going to be able to go back to Scotland because they're going to tighten that, their grip on Scotland. Like, right. So, you know, it's all these things. A lot of, a lot of people have to die. And yeah. This no, is literally be, Catholics and Protestants. exciting next two episodes for sure. I really hope so. I mean, some of their battles, you know, we don't focus on the battles, unfortunately, that much. It's not, you know, uh, and I get it, it's budget reasons, so we focus more on the inner politics. Right. But what they do with the, like, you know, obviously this isn't Game of Thrones, um, but they still, you know, use it very well. The battle scenes that we have seen are pretty, like, the production value is pretty good. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they, just with tricks with editing and stuff, um, they really make it enjoyable to watch where you don't think about it being like oh well that was like cheaply done or anything like that it's very you know it never looks like it's low budget at all which which i really appreciate because you know you think about them shooting on set like in canada like outside it's freezing cold 
um, some scenes it's literally snowing. Like all the I mean, look at their noses. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell by the noses if they're in cold or not. <laughs> yeah, they're breathing. It's just like puffs of air. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate how they can make it all work. I, re- you know what, um, you know, I don't, I don't think this is the case, unfortunately, and it, it doesn't really ultimately matter. But I wish for these final two episodes, we could have really gotten maybe a little bit bigger budget, brought on a guest guest director that could have done like these scenes, yeah, like more like, stylized. Like um, imagine if you know, just there's so many names, but like imagine if just at the very like. Quentin Tarantino. Could you imagine how bloody this thing would be? Just let's get Ridley Scott in here. Yeah. Dude, just a massive battle. No, I would Borrow love scenes from Exodus. Put them in. Why no, not? I mean, that's what I really... I wish for season three, they really... I mean, because everything has... All the problems have always come back to court. It's, it's relationship-based, which I get. Like, I... It definitely makes it very complex in the interactions. But I would love for the problems to get bigger. You know, we are, we've introduced England into the mix. There's the different religious sects. Um, I would love for the world of rain to expand a little bit. Maybe in season three, we can get like another castle and it's, you know, not just the court of France that we see, but maybe a bit of England, maybe a bit of, of the bourbon territory. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, it's oh, budget wise, I, I get it. It's going to be tough, but I, right. I, you know, 100% agree with you. There's just so many things to explore. I mean, obviously, they can kind of play it off through dialogue when, when, um, Akers comes back and he's like, uh, now more than ever, Queen Elizabeth needs you, but she needs a king. And, and she threw me right back on the same boat. Yeah. And all but, that, you know, it's like, but she needs you to take France also. Small caveat. Yeah, you know, but but when they kind of are expanding, like, uh, just even seeing kind of glimpses, we didn't need to fully see the speech and everything, but as he's walking in there, Louis, Louis. Yeah, like, I mean, it's how, just, could, how could you not, how could any guy or, or really person any anywhere where your people are literally chanting your name as if you should be king? Yeah. You know, plus... And these the, are nobles. These right. aren't peasants. Yeah. These are people like your people, the people that you've always known, like your family, your friends and friends, like everyone that you've always known is is chanting your name, believing that you are the rightful well, heir of, to the throne. Think of what he's done. He stood up against the Catholics, you know, and this was for Mary. Remember back in, you know, no one, um, no one would say, and he wasn't really, he was kind of teetering he wasn't quite catholic but he wasn't quite fully protestant and then he comes out and says you know i am protestant um and i disagree with this law that was huge and that that sparked this and going to francis said like hey you know what france right now all it takes is a spark and this thing's going up in flames right and that's to me that was the spark and it was in and it was inciting incident started by all comes back. Sorry, Mary, but yeah, I mean it's it sucks being being queen. I mean, she said that it was like her position is poison, and it is like it is. It's it sucks like it, to to have that much weight where you can't do certain things. Like she doesn't honestly, she doesn't have the 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 privilege of being. True to to her emotions and letting that be first. Like, she can't let her personal life be first ever. And that's just the burden of being a queen. And I get that. However, 
you're treating Francis as if this guy cheated on you, you know, murdered people. Um, I mean, he did sleep with her best friend. Yeah. But I mean, they but, were on a break. <laughs> these are he's literally be, by her being treated by her as if he's committed the worst crime right. in the. He has gone with everything pretty much that Mary's wanted, and very early on this season, the only reason why um you know what was happening was happening because of his prior actions right with with king henry and and he was being blackmailed by narcissus so she he was trying to protect mary and so to me it's like just forgive this guy stop you you're pushing him so far away for no reason so he has no choice but to hate you right now what do you want him to do well i i was a bit surprised i mean maybe he just wanted to just like keep the hope and he felt like i don't know it's interesting to see his character that um even in the face of she is having an affair like all this stuff was going wrong he still didn't you know pull the trigger on conde like he could have so easily been like poison this dude's dinner tonight like no problem yeah and he he was he was very rational in the sense like hey listen i can only protect you for so long but you have to be careful right you know, I mean, he's he warned her, and now look what's happened. Like he, Conde is literally marching with an army to kill Francis, and that's where and I, and everybody. And I give Mary. Uh, this is where I get really upset with Mary because she says, you know, these are possibilities of the future. You don't know that for sure, and it's like, okay, the fact that it's a possibility, he, he, that's the whole thing. All of these things are made up of possibilities, and you try to weigh out what what can happen, what cannot, and you make a decision based off of that. But in this scenario, when so much is at stake, you have to plan for a worst-case scenario because that day, number one, is definitely coming. Yeah. <laughs> and if no, you're not exactly. ready for Every, it, you're going to be asked. that Francis was, was worried about is happening almost exactly as he was saying. He was like, he's probably – meeting right now with like english enthusiasts and and ra- like radicals cut to him, them chanting like king conde um you know getting him amped up i mean how can conde not do those things when they literally saved him out of like a certain execution i mean he could have gone to exile but what was he going to do there and and i think more so it's He's seeing, by seeing all these people, it's all the people that have been wronged by France. And these are his people that have stood by his side um, for a very long time. And, you know, part, he feels a debt of gratitude. Uh, he understands the cause. And now he's going to go for it. And we always knew there would be blood between the Catholics and the Protestants. So. And there will be. There will be. Um, I mean, I like I like also how Renoir caught him. He's like, uh, no uh, tannery has uh, unstained hands yeah. like you. <laughs> so he caught that pretty pretty fast, pretty the close. attention to detail, obviously on his list of accolades. I feel like a lot of people get caught for that reason. You know, um, I've seen it in pirate movies. I've seen it else. Just just yeah, dirty just up your hands cut, a little bit, cutting corners. Can't <laughs> yeah. do it. You know, it's it's like uh, it's like looking like a peasant, but you, you you're wearing like five hundred dollars shoes. You can't do that. Yeah, got to got to you know switch the sneakers out or something. You know, so yeah. just you just words of advice. Wearing the freshest of Jordans and acting like a peasant. It's the, just the words to live by, really. Exactly.
Is it, I mean, this is a docuseries after all. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, just before we wrap up, I guess, about Mary, as much as I am frustrated with sort of how she dealt with things and, and, and got overwhelmed by her relationship, um, I'm optimistic, I guess, after what she said. I mean, I feel like finally she got it. What did she get? That she can't do that. Like, as a queen, she cannot, she can't do that. And that she, because of her position, she gets a lot more offers, too. Like, every guy. Like, who wouldn't want to be with a queen? And that's you know? great. Like, that's who, wonderful. Except we're going to lose France no, tomorrow. Exactly. And guess I mean, what? It's In the process, too- you've lost Scotland. Congratulations. <laughs> it's, no, I agree. It's a, it's a little too little too late. But at the same time, you know, she did. Oh, she realized what was happening. Like, you know, might not be enough. Condé is about to be outside the gates. Like, it's just, next, you week. had a good guy. You had a good guy with Francis. Not just a good guy, a king. She had the king, literally the best guy. Not only a king. This was not King Henry who mistreated you and blah. blah. Like this is. He was a good guy. Robros. I just. Bro-bros. You know what? No, sorry, women. When you see a good guy, you've seen it too many times, whether on rain or elsewhere. You guys mess it up. Women, don't mess it up. Yeah. If he's a good guy, treat him good. All she had to do is just not mess it up. That's right. That's all. That's all. You pushed him too far. And now we're going to get into the predictions for the last two episodes. We've got two left. Can you believe it? So without further ado... Predictions. All right. <laughs> we'll make believe yeah. the sound came in There's today. crazy lights happening right now. All right. So what do you predict for the last? Uh... Um, I obviously the standoff is happening. Condé I'm is... surprised that's happening. Like, how how is it possible that the two meet on such, a, such terms? This is very Lord of the Rings-esque right. where it's like, all right, we either come to terms or we battle. All right, let's battle. Well, the problem is uh, France's troops are out in Scotland. Yeah. So, and Condé knows this. So he knows that, like, they can come in and just, what, the personal guards that they have still? I want to know, like, okay, 2,000, they've sent 2,000 troops. Why? That's a good amount. Is it, like, I want to know the full number. How many troops we got here? I want to I yeah. I see the breakdown. <laughs> on the bottom it, corner, I need a hub. on a map. We need the... That's what I'm saying. Like pieces. If we don't get the battles, and maybe maybe this is that's the simple solution. We just need to, you know, because they they have the little pieces. Let's just get it all laid out on the map. Yeah, we need a bird's eye of the the map. Just you they know, have the map. They've met by the map time and time again. Now, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Let's just lay it out. Like that, that, that's it. A simple it. illustration. If I can't see the battles, let me see the map. Done. That season three. That's your solution Just to everything. Boom. Go to the map. Go to the map. So we're we're here. We need yeah. We need a <laughs> couple more troops here. Um, I think that would be very helpful, um, especially to see like where everything is. You know, I don't know where you know how close. I don't even the... know where the castle is. Yeah, it's not in Paris. It's not in Paris. We established. <laughs> Why that. are we not in Paris? <laughs> I don't know. If I was king, I would move to Paris. Like, is the Louvre being renovated or something? Like, I what, guess so. I mean, you know, like, what, what is going on? Very strange. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the ca- it's, a, it's a castle, though. I guess they're in the burbs somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, they, they really didn't give us much to go off of, except that we know it's just going to be very, very exciting. Yeah, it looks like um, Condé comes in, offers like an ultimatum, like, I will not attack, uh, just give up the throne, or maybe give yourself up, and no one else would die. But as Francis, you know, he's he's a man. I don't think he can do that. I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, no question. I'd be like, let's go. We're going to fight to the death, dude. No way. Yeah, it's just, uh, you got no choice. And now, the biggest thing, all these things that were political, now it's personal. It's literally personal. Yeah. Well, I think it's been, it's been personal. I mean, he's, Francis has done a phenomenal job. I think it's been personal it. for him, for and Conde. I, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he's sort of been keeping it as removed from his, like, emotions as possible. Like, he should be, unbelievably pissed at Conde. Like, the dude had an affair with his wife. Like, ongoing. And he just let it happen. You know, because he wanted her to be happy, which is commendable, but at the same time, you gotta take care of business. You gotta take care of business, and uh, you know, I don't care what Mary... Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, just... That's That's not... not It's not gonna go down like that. Hey, uh, my significant other, I love you, or I know we need to be together for the purposes of image, but just so you know, I'm gonna... No, exactly. I mean, I'm all for giving everything possible to the one you love up until (laughs) that point point of another person. Yeah. Like, that's where the line is drawn. Sorry. Like, (laughs) it's just just not... Not gonna fly. Um, the, The biggest point I'm going to be interested how – because it's going to come down to Mary. I feel like a lot of this is going to come down to Mary and the decision she makes at a very specific moment. Conde or Francis? So, And if – I don't dun, know. Dun, it, dun. We we risk – I mean I, I feel like Catherine, if, if things start going really south, she'll have Mary assassinated. <laughs> it's not beyond Catherine to go that route. Oh, yeah, man. Things are going to get messy in the yeah. next two episodes. I can't wait. I mean, at least there's – so there's Narcisse's guys, Renaud's guys. The, and they they're good. The same. They're good, um, but the, we don't have a whole army. Right. You know, so we I need mean, to yeah, recruit. It's just, it's just interesting because I feel like Cond- half at least of Condé's army has to be England or England-based people. Yeah. Um so for him, like I, I, I'm trying to struggle to see if there's a like a diplomatic solution that Mary can arrive. Like, oh, I'll just go with you, Conde. Like it's still a problem because they're not going to want that. His uh, army, and and then then Queen Elizabeth is going to be pissed. Yeah, and then Cause, they're going to be dead because like, the whole thing. You know, little... English rule is you know they're they're pressing her to have a king, this and that, and then for her to look like a fool for sending you know uh, an English army in support and whatever else, and then to be fooled, it's like mm, you can't have that. Yeah. So that about yeah, wraps it up it, yeah. for us tonight. Um, in the meantime, where can the people find you, JB, 
Zimmerman. You guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Keaton will be back from Kentucky for the last two episodes. We yes. hope. Fingers crossed. Um, we got we got a lot of exciting stuff in the works. So um, two episodes left. I you know we'll we'll see a lot of this come down. I, I really want to spend a, a a good chunk talking about um, Conde, and I really hope some of these love affairs. You know we can save them for we'll progress the storyline. But I feel like a lot of them could still be cliffhangers for season right. three. We don't need to necessarily deal with that stuff. We need to deal with the Conde thing because it's the most exciting. So. Yeah, no, I really hope that that has a conclusion because dragging the whole love triangle out for a whole like what twenty two, twenty three episode season it's gonna yeah, be, we're gonna need twenty three. It's gonna be much. It's gonna get a little dry. Um, Conde, does he live or die? The question. We'll see. You can say it now. Um, live or die? You got to make a prediction. You at home I too. It, um, I want him to die. I think he's gonna live though. I think I only see death. Really? I only see death. Just done. I see death, people. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, let us know your comments. Um, we've talked a lot, but you have great opinions. In fact, many of you sometimes have better opinions than us. True. I will no, talk to that. Keep the comments coming. You guys are, like, spot on. I'm like, oh, I wish I thought of that. Yeah, one day maybe some of you will be guest hosting for yeah. us when Keaton can't make it. Um, but yes, and whatever you know, whatever your desired platform—iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube—whatever the case may be, comment there. Let us know your thoughts. We do love reading them. Uh, sometimes we we interact with you guys and respond with you, but um, if if we don't, that doesn't mean we don't read them. So, absolutely. Uh, until the penultimate episode, on behalf of JB Zimmer and Keaton Markey, who's not here, and Phil Svitek, we'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.